This how we starting off, DJ Panic. This how we starting off, man. What up, man? This is Jean Peter MC. Say what you mean. Episode 33. 32 or 33. Either or, I apologize. But regardless of the number, we got DJ Panic in the house. I'm at DJ Panic's crib. He's DJing in the background. I was trying to figure out how I can get the scratching onto the recorder. We're going to figure that out a little bit later, but I got him in the background, man. It's been a good day today. Just left Compton Elementary, Compton Learning Center. Shout out to Tom Todd for bringing me in. I was talking to the youth. Helped them out with some raps. Coming up with some music and some songwriting. During the section, I had asked the kids uh, their favorite artists. And I'm finally at that age now where it's like, I don't know who none of these rappers are that these kids are talking about. It was so many new names, but I'm familiar with them because I have an 11-year-old son, so you know I'm familiar with the newer names. But it was good, man. It was good to build with the kids, build with the youth, get something going, man. It's a lot of great things happening. And it's the first warm day of the year. At this very moment, ain't no snow outside. People got the windows cracked a little bit. You know, some of us, we still, we ain't playing. It's pneumonia weather, so we still bundle it up until we know it's warm out. But it's that first good day of the year, man. We deserve it. You know what I mean? Jean-Peter MC. Jeter not with us, man. Last episode, we talked to Marcus, man, on the whole uh, big beagles, something, bagels and coffee. So one of them day naps. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, man. That was a good episode. But you hear it in the background, man. This is a special episode because we got the DJ. Got to school y'all on your history, man, when it comes to hip-hop. A lot of people think the rapper is the most important element in hip-hop, and it's not. Well, the rapper is a part of that, you know, but the original guy, the original man was the DJ. And I'm in the presence of a great DJ. My man is from New York as well, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a DJing episode, and I'm excited. I have a few friends of mine who are DJs, man. Shout out DJ Cool Kurt. Shout out DJ Eyeshine. You know what I'm saying? I know Payne is going to shout out a lot of DJs. Shout out uh, Saladin, man, the OG. Panic in there, tearing it up, being there going crazy. It's a beautiful day. I'm excited. This is hip-hop. This is a dope episode. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what's to come. You know, it, it's just beautiful out. It's, it's, it's good times. I mean, I'm in a good space. I'm in a good mood. I'm around some hip hop. I'm surrounded by records. I'm surrounded by turntables and all these great devices, man. So, you know, when I'm surrounded by the things I love to do, we get it going. You hear Panic cutting it up back there. Shout out Jeter the Poet. Follow us, Jean P. the MC. Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, at MC, J-E-A-N-P-T-H-E-M-C. Yes. Follow me on all socials. I'm active. I'm out here. You see it. Every time you get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you're going to see my face. And I don't know. That's a good thing to some people. It's a great thing to some. Hopefully, it's not a bad thing. But you're going to see what I'm doing. You're going to see what I got going on because I'm always on the move, man. If nobody do it for you, do it yourself. That's the motto I live by. I'm getting it done. You see, you, you hear it, you know? Got the podcast. I'll take it with me on the go. But this is a great episode for the culture. We gonna school the people. Hip-hop is in a weird spot right now because the things that brought us in love with the genre are forgotten. And I'm so glad this episode is gonna be about the DJ. 
Because if you're paying attention to what's going on in the background, if you can hear, panic is going in, man. Panic is going in. Let me turn these mics on now. I can't turn the mics on at the top. It's all good. But yeah, man, DJ Panic is our guest. We're going to set up in a minute. Going to let him rock out, do his thing. You already know how it's going. It's sounding beautiful in here. In a hip-hop way. It's sounding like hip-hop in here. Real good vibes. Real good vibes. So, we're going to set up. I'm going to get my man DJ Panic to chop it up with us on this episode. Be sure to follow us. Jeter the Poet. Instagram and Twitter. Jean P the MC. J-E-A-N-P-T-H-E-M-C. On all socials. Nothing too crazy. I don't, you don't got to dig around to find me. You'll find me. But yeah, man. Surrounded by some hip-hop. Got Kanye's documentary playing. My man Panic just catching up on it. I just watched part three today. The conclusion. What y'all thinking about this documentary? I personally, in my opinion, I think that those who had their thoughts about Kanye West, they may not love the guy, but you will respect the man that was really true on his vision. You know, Kanye, he, when he wanted something, he wanted it. He stuck to his goals and his dreams, man. It's real inspiring for creatives in general even if you aren't on the path of production or being an MC I think that Kanye's genius documentary is a necessary watch a real necessary watch man for those out there who feel they're not going somewhere in life you know when I was talking to the students today one of them asked me how long I was doing music and I really was like yo been doing it for about 13 14 years and you see Kanye man I'm sure when he watches genius and sees where he was Versus where he is this very moment. It's all about consistency. I tell all my artists that, all my creatives, consistency is so important that no matter what you do, you have to stay consistent. Consistency is important. Don't rely on other people to do things for you. If you want your name to be known in music, in fashion, in anything you do, you got to put the work in. I, I tell people all the time, you get out what you put in. Good example with DJs. This shit don't come overnight with DJs. We're going to talk to Panic about it. I'm excited. Good vibes, man. Good, good, good vibes. Jean P, the MC. When I come back in, we're going to chop with Panic. We're going to get this thing going. Say what you mean. Episode, this is going to, you know what? I'm thinking this is going to be episode uh, 33. Because 32 is going to be my birthday episode. Because I'm turning 32 on March 6th. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be 32 years old. Still looking good, you know. Shout out to all the 30, shout out to Pisceans out there. You know what I mean? So, nah, man, this is Jean Peter MC. When we come right back, we're gonna chop it up. No pun intended with my man DJ Panic. Let's go. Uh, say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the 3 3 yo. Where them boys don't play. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the 3 3 yo. Where them boys don't play. From the northwest to the northeast. Say my name once and they know it's me. Southeast to the southwest. No arguments. Yeah, I got next, Jean P. One, two. Let me talk my shit again real quick. Uh, I will not settle. These voices not on my level. If we got beef, we can settle. DJ Panic, what's up, man? There ain't nothing, man. Just here getting busy doing what it. You want to say what you mean, podcast? Yeah, what up, what up, what up? Can I plug your headphones in there? We can, maybe you can hear it, or you want another pair? 
can you hear? Can, can you yeah, put yeah, your, I can hear. If I can put your headphones through here and you can hear me too. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's try that. I'll just play instrumentals. Play a little background music. All right. Check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Now see if you can hear me and yours. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Panic, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? All right. Mr. Jean P, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? See, man, listen, I told you when we got this recorded, we was gonna do some fancy things. Cause now I got you on my podcast and you DJing, man. We up. Yes, yes, most definitely, man. Yeah, this technology is wonderful. This technology is wonderful. So Panic, before we get into this interview, can you give them a little demonstration, man? Can they hear what you can do? Talk to the people. Why not? Why talk not? Talk with your hands, man. John Peter MC, DJ Panic, gonna say what you mean. I'm gonna let my man talk to y'all real quick. One of the turntables, real quick. One, two, one, two. Yes, sir. Oh, wait. Wait, hold on. I'm not. This is raw, raw and cut hip hop, baby. That was just a little something, something, you know what I mean? Yo, Panic, where can they follow you at, man? Shout them out. Where can they follow you at? All right. Well, before I do that, you know, first I want to say at the beginning of my scratches, you know, I wasn't sure if it caught my crossfader or not, though, until (laughs) I had to do a little something on my mixer to get it right. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram. DJ underscore, you know, the little line. So that's DJ underscore panic, and that's P A N I K. All right? DJ underscore panic on Instagram. And you could also follow me on Facebook by my government name, James J A M E S Polanco P O L A N C O. You'll see DJ panic in parentheses. Oh, you, you, you giving the government, all right? Hey man, networking, that's what we do Indeed, indeed, man But like I said, this is a special episode This is the first of its kind So I said we're going to have my man Panic just mess around for a little bit Then we're going to get into the interview So Let's do that Yo, Panic, man, give him him some hype, brother Give give him something that, you know Maybe you could do a little Jean P mix or something on there A little Jean P to MC something, man I, t- I told him on this episode we're gonna show them what DJing really is. So it would o- it's only right that we start off with a little bit of showcasing of the act, you know what I'm saying, before we do the interview. But as I said, man, this is Jean Peter MC. I'm in DJ Panic on the ones and twos giving us a little bit of de- a demonstration. Uh-oh, I know that song. Hey. Yeah, you can catch us 
this next Saturday. Ne- or no, ne- no, next Friday. Next Friday, March next 11th. Friday, next Friday, catch us at La Musica. Yeah, we're going to be at Musica with Flaco Torres. Word up. Shout yeah. out to Flaco Torres. This will be yeah. going down yeah. downtown Akron. Yeah. Yep, Musica, check us My out. Dreams, why I can't sleep yes, sir. And then, you know, like I said, man, and and I'm sure there's other artists that's performing. Yeah, J. Tim's Electric Sax, uh, Flaco, and myself. So we'll be rocking out. No doubt. So shout out. Shout out to all the artists. Shout out to all the up-and-coming artists. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about that when we get on this interview because I got a lot of questions about that as well. Yeah, man. You know, got a lot of of things. You know what I mean? A lot of experiences with local artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to get busy. We're going to talk that on the pod, man. Well, let's do that. Let's do that. that. Word up. Y'all hear it, man. Shout out DJ Penny for playing John P the MC. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt, man. And, you know, the thing about us DJs, though, we fuck with you, we fuck with you. We don't consider you a local artist. Respect. Thank you, brother. You know, it goes beyond that because... Everybody that you hear on the radio, on satellite radio, Pandora, Spotify, all that shit. Everybody was a local artist at one point. This is facts. We all started from somewhere. Hell yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? That when it's time, it's time. You know what I mean? To blossom. So, you know, local artists never get discouraged. Never. Keep pushing. Get out what you put in. Exactly. No, no. You know. We're gonna get you, you know. We're, we're about to get into the podcast. Yeah, we can get into it. We get into it, man. I thought you was gonna play some jams. We gonna listen. This a party. This a party episode. This just like a radio show. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk real quick, though. I'm gonna get back into the music here very shortly. Yes, sir. So here's what we gonna do. So we gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we gonna get into the interview. And we're going to have my man Panic. Maybe he'll bless us with a nice little mix or something once we get back out of the interview. Yes, yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. John Peter MC, DJ Panic. Say what you mean. Peace. Peace, peace. What up, man? This is Jean Peter MC back. Episode. This is. I, mean, I always forget the number of the episode because I've been doing so many. <laughs> this might. This episode thirty three because thirty seconds gonna be my birthday episode. So episode thirty three. Jean Peter MC. I'm joined by my man DJ Panic. What's what up, up, brother? What up? What up, man? Peace. peace. How you doing, man? Uh, all right, all right. How are you? Good. I, I always say with the podcast, I I'm, I'm can't wait to have the episode that's for the DJ because the DJ is like the most forgotten but the most necessary Word. figure. In hip hop, you know what I'm saying. So, how do you feel now, this current moment, about how the DJ is being respected? Do you feel any more respect? Okay, you know it depends what aspect you were speaking on. Like, you know, now when it comes to hip hop, period, Mm -hmm. you know we're still responsible 
for, you know, banging out the newest shit, whether you're listening to XM Satellite Radio, FM, AM Radio. Right. You know, or whatever. Even if you're listening to Spotify, Pandora, music apps, whatever. You know, there's a DJ involved Facts. somewhere. The DJs everywhere. You know what I mean? So, you know, you go to a club, you might hear a joint for the first time ever. Yeah. So, therefore, you know, I feel we're still responsible, but we're not as acknowledged. Exactly. So, you think the DJ needs more acknowledgement? I think I, I think so as well. I just, hey, I mean, just speaking as a DJ, you know, I mean, I'm not going to beg for acknowledgement yeah. because I know our place and I know, you know, I know our place in hip hop. I know our place in the world. Right, period. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And nothing goes without the DJ. Facts. You know what I mean. So therefore, I'm not going to beg for acknowledgement. But it's like back in the seventies, eighties, and even in some of the nineties. You know, a lot of DJs were put in the forefront. True. And you know, before you had a lot of crews, like you know, it started with. You know, you had Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yep, yep. You had, you know, then fast forward, you got, you had Gangstar, Pete Rock, Seal, Smooth. Good time, Cool right? G, Rap, DJ, Polo. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like the DJ was always included in the fourth, in the limelight with the rapper. Right, right. DJ, Jazz, Jeff, Fresh Prince, all of that. And yeah. you see the fame that came out of that. But like I said, man, you know, I mean, I think, Ever since hip hop became a billionaire, billion dollar business, billionaires took over and this and that. You know, you got people that don't know shit about hip hop. That are in the culture. Yeah. That took over, you know, the business side. You know, there was a lot of things they took out, such as raps with a message, you know, with a positive message at that. You know, and just the whole culture, period. You know, I mean... I respect the evolution of hip hop. Right. So don't get it twisted. I respect it and I'm sure most most um you know pioneer DJs respect, respect the evolu- evolution of hip hop. I mean, you know, you can't we you can't picture old heads still coming out banging out new stuff at 60 some years old like what what do they got to talk about? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, I respect it it's just I wish I I wish this generation had more DJs. Yeah. You know, that were put up there with the youngs and the littles and all that. They ain't got to be part of the group name or whatever. Just, you know, be acknowledged. You know what I mean? Like, most rappers had their own D, were known to have their own DJ. Yeah, yeah. Like, who is Drake's DJ? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't. You know what I watch mean. You, watch the name be said, and I'm gonna know who it is. But you usually know their name. Yeah. Like it's like a part of the the name. Like kind of another example: DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or right. uh, Guru and, D, and or, DJ Premier. Or you, know? you had even when Nas was doing the tour thing, he had DJ Green Lantern. Green Lantern with him everywhere. Fifty with Cent him. DJ Who Kid. Who Kid. So you know. So they, you think that's forgotten in hip hop? Like the the MC who was known for, and then the DJ because. Even back in the day, the producer was just as important as the artist, but now yes. it just seems like everybody wants to be the rapper, and people don't realize the producer slash DJ, they do a lot of work. It takes a yes. lot, like, because really, when you break it down, mm-hmm. we're just literally talking. 
y'all, some of the DJs are mixing and mastering, some are even producing. Yeah, yeah. Then you got some that are just DJing, but you know, we're the ones that's responsible for all this equipment, yeah, yeah, labor, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, standing on our feet, getting the crowd right. Whatever, whatever. You know, I mean, we got a job just like the MC or yeah. rapper has a job. You know, and that's that's not taking anything away from the rapper. You know, who's just rapping. All he had to do is write a hot couple hot 16s and True. spit out his hit records, whatever, whatever. It is beyond that, though. I mean, like I said, you know, with the whole DJ acknowledgement that was there back in the 80s, 90s, and even the 70s. You know what I mean? The industry respected the DJ's position a lot more back yeah. in the day. That's that's the only gripe I have, you know, back then versus now. You know, but I'm not mad about it. You know, shout out to all the DJs out there yeah. who go unacknowledged or whatever. Like, we got to throw a dope-ass party or... You know, like now nowadays, you know, that's the only way a DJ could get his name out there. It's party. Is you know, like myself, then you have a few other local DJs, well, a lot of other local DJs who are getting their name out there, you know, by DJing at clubs and parties, different events or whatever. whatever. Yeah, but let me ask you that. Like so shout um, out shout out to all my fellow DJs out there. So what's that like with up and coming? Because you know how up and coming artists it's a different path. What is it mm-hmm. like as an up and coming? What was that path? Well you're not up and coming now, but starting off, what was that path like uh, up and coming? Let's start from the beginning because yes. you a lot of you're not from Ohio. Yes. Where you from, man? Tell uh, them where you from. I'm from New York City. Okay, what part? Oh, Manhattan. What? Up, uptown, okay. Washington Heights. So you was there. Yeah. You was outside. I, I witnessed a lot. <laughs> I remember seeing, you know, the the big cardboards out there for the B-Boys to break dance man. on. I remember just walking through buildings and projects and hearing music blaring out the 10th floor, you know, and hearing cutting and all that. So, you know what I mean? That that era right there, man, it, it was special to me. Man, so that what what made you what so those moments like that, did that make you want to get into the path of becoming a DJ? That, what made you want to become a DJ? Uh, what made me want to become a DJ? I might have to say, you know, when I start to acknowledge the DJ, period. Yeah. Cause at first I was just acknowledging the music. You know what I mean? As a little kid, and that's all I knew, which was dope to me. Then I, I acknowledged the B-Boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, I used to break dance as a little kid. I don't think, uh, I, was, I, don't think I was that good, but still. <laughs> you know, but it was fun, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, You know what sure. I mean? It was fun. I could actually say I am, you know, that's one p- p- piece of the culture I embody. Then, then there was the graffiti aspect of hip-hop. And that is something that really, really got me wanting to draw more, do graffiti art Did more, you do graffiti? and I still, I still do it now. That's what's up. I still do it now when I'm at board at work, doodling around. You know, I'll put up tags or draw my name or whatever. You know what I mean? And different styles or whatever. And And there was a group in the 90s that, you know, really brought graffiti to the forefront for a short period of time. So, peace to the artifacts. The tame, artifacts. Yeah, Tame yeah. One and Elder Sensei. You know what I mean? They 
you know, in that video, there there was a video they had called Wrong Side of the Tracks. If you do, 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 do. check it out. Yeah. It, you know, it embodied the graffiti aspect of, of hip hop. Yeah. Which was lovely. That you remind know. me of the kids movie. Because that's, yeah. that's the first time I heard that was in the kids, the, song, the movie Kids. Yeah. They had a song in there. That's beautiful to say. And you know me, like, I love hip hop and I love New York. So that's why I always uh-huh. be like, man, I can ask you, like, yo, you were there. What <laughs> yeah, was it? It was dope. It was dope. And then the whole DJing thing. First off, shout out to my cousin Hector. You know, he, I remember he had a wood grain turntable, a wood grain belt drive turntable. Like most of the turntables us professional DJs use now are, are direct drive turntables. But back then you had the belt drives where, you know, if once you hit play, yeah, it started off real slow. Mm. Like you had to push it. You know what I mean? mean? Back then. And he didn't have a mixer back then. He had a boombox. And this was 1987. Mm. A lot of listeners out there might have not been born yet. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. So shout out to your parents. I was born three years later. (laughs) Yeah. So shout out to everybody. And, you know, those of y'all who were babies or whatnot. So, hey man, you know, you know, panic. Not to cut you off, but you know, burning CDs is considered old now. So you know, I'm part of that generation. That, burning see, CDs. see there, yeah. and see that's not as old to me as like if y'all want to talk about old, I could speak on that. <laughs> Word up, <laughs> like like CDs when when record stores first had the CDs out there, man, they it was going crazy CDs, before, wasn't they? CDs were CDs were like. Probably two feet, almost like a foot and a half. They long. weren't in the normal cases you see them nah, in now. No, nah, it was. They had all this extra, extraness. But I, I'm guessing that was for, made it easier for you know. Yeah. Filing through them at the record Went stores. From CDs to NFTs. Ain't that right? Yeah, it is. I still man. don't know what an NFT is, man. I'm still trying to figure it out. But shout out to Snoop Dogg because he, you know. He, he was talking about putting some NFT shit on Death Row Records ever since he bought it. I mean, so but he's a de- but he's an OG that's adapting to the yeah. present ways, which is dope to me because you got to. I mean, that's the only way you're gonna stay. And I hate to use the word relevant. Yeah, you know, or because current, everybody, you know yeah, because everybody got their own definition of what's relevant, what's not. You know what I mean? So whatever with that, but. You know, yeah, like you said, to stay current, to keep doing what you're doing, to keep alive in this in this industry, in the culture, to stay alive in it. You know what I mean? To keep reinventing yourself. Yeah. You got to keep up with the times. You know, I, I'm doing that myself. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I got to put my little classic niche to it. Yeah, you got to put yourself into it, like, exactly. in everything you do. But to answer your question about DJing, though, like, yeah, so my cousin Hector, he had a boombox, uh, a record. This was 87. I remember back back then, you know, I had uh, I had a couple records, you know, and, you know, I want to send a special rest in peace to my dad because he's the one that Thanks introduced face. me to hip hop. Man, how did you, what record? I'll put it this way. We was riding around 
And he was listening to a cassette tape. He was listening to Cool Mo D. He was listening to Do You Know What Time It Is? I heard that and blew my mind. I was like, yo, I like this record. You know, the beat was dope. And, you know, he had a nice, you know, those that heard the record know what Cool Mo D did with that record. You know, so I loved the style. Then, you know, I got introduced to um, the Wild Style movie. I got, Wild Style. Then I got introduced to the Beat Street movie. And I started falling in love with hip-hop even more and more as... as See, the, that's, that's beautiful, man, because when you think about the history of hip-hop and just talking with you, the fact that you got to witness when hip-hop was first put on a major motion picture, like on, a, on the yes. screen, on the film... Yes. You know what I'm saying? Beat Street and, and Wild Style, two important films. Yes. And and to those to the listeners out there, you know, and if you're in your twenties and thirties, you know, I'm I'm not the type to assume or whatever, but if you haven't yet, make sure you check out Wild Style. Make sure you check out Beat Street. Yeah. And then as far as artists back in the day, I highly suggest y'all check out Cold Crush. Study them. Yeah, study, study the culture. Yeah, study Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah. You know, the Fearless Four, you know, and I could go on and on as far as group names. I mean, everybody thought, oh, you know, Sugar Hill Gang, you know, they were just the first mainstream rappers, yeah, them yeah, yeah. And, and Curtis Blow. All right. They were, they just brought it to the mainstream. You know, that's it. But, you know, to those that embodied the culture as the way it should have been represented, that was Cold Crush to me. Fury and Grandmaster Flash Furious Five. You know, then you you know, you then there's DJs back in the day, you know, like Grandmaster I mean DJ Hollywood, Grandmaster D mm. DST. And there was actually a DJ DMX back then back no then. Shit. Before wow. DMX the rapper, the famous rapper, rest in peace to DMX. You know, there was a, another DMX back in the day. Yeah, it, it, so that, is that where he got his name from? Um, well, well, because Dean's name is Divine Master of the Unknown or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and or Dark Man X. Yeah, he one of those. But anyway, yeah, rest rest in peace, DMX. But you know, I know I'm going all over the place. But anyway, I had these records. I was showing off to my cousin, like, because he had hip hop records as well as well as disco and early 80s funk and soul records, freestyle records, freestyle. Not the art of rhyming off the top of your head freestyle. I'm talking about the genre of music. Yeah, yeah. Called freestyle, you know, and, and which was real big back in the early 80s, you know, up to the mid 80s. You were, you, know, were you freestyling? Was you was you doing your thing? Oh man, <laughs> what like rapping? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, shout out, shout out to affiliated henchmen, Cipher Circle. Hey, okay. You know, and I'm gonna even shout out Just Black too because he was actually part of the group back shout in the out day. Just Black, man. You know, like. But anyway, before but before then, you know, I started learning how to DJ. I put on, and the first scratch I tried to imitate when he finally let me get on and play on his stuff, where I had to use a knob from the boombox 
as a as what we use as a crossfader now. Wow. I had to use that. I had to pretend that was the crossfader and push the record on the belt drive. And my first first time I started cutting, this sounded like shit. This sounded horrible. <laughs> horrible. You know what I mean? Then I would just sit back and watch him get busy, watch him do mixes. Because as time went, you know, his he finally got yeah. You know, mixer and all this and that, and got another turntable. So, and I would see him mix, and I was astounded by that. But um, going back to my dad, my dad was also a DJ, but wow. he DJed he DJed parties though, like like how I'm doing now. You know, he did parties. He did. You know, my dad's from Dominican Republic, so he did de- he did. Latino parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet those were a vibe, man. Man, it 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 was a vibe, man. But it was so much like I'm. I was so, but I was still astonished by hip hop. I wanted yeah. to hear more of that. It was still new, still fresh. Yeah, to me, like that's what really captured me. Even though I grew up on Spanish music, you know. Shout out to my mom and my sister. Like my mom and dad, they used to blast that music loud. Oh yeah, the whole neighborhood would. What hear were they listening them. to? Give me some names. Oh, Johnny Ventura, Wilfredo Vargas. Oh man, I could go on and on. You know, with these Spanish artists that many mm-hmm. of y'all probably wouldn't even know, but you know, they would have music blasted. Yeah, and you know, and it was, and then even when they played what they called American music, which was, you know, funk, soul, R&B, hip-hop, you know, they would play it loud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you had to. Like, I mean, my it, mom and dad, they had the big house systems <laughs> and all that, and it was crazy. But, you know, back to the whole DJing thing, you know, I used to have to help my dad carry crates of records. That's, that's it. That always, like, when you talk about carrying records, for some reason, when I hear other DJs talk about it, it seems like carrying records is like this rites of passage. Like, you're not a real DJ until you had to carry the crates. Man, that, and, and that, but that was... Like paying your dues in a way. Paying our dues, and that's exactly what it was because you wasn't having a party without music. Fact. So and you had to carry then, the records. It wasn't no Spotify. Exactly. You had to that, carry the sound. Back then, you if there was no records, well, no you had no music. Hard, no external hard drives. No external hard drives. And you, you wouldn't dare try to DJ with cassette tapes. You know, even though that was a big thing back then, but you don't DJ with that. You wasn't DJing with CDs back then. Like, this was way before CDJs and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I learned a lot of the labor aspect of DJing from my dad. What I learned from my cousin Hector, I learned, you know, how to how to DJ like a hip hop type of DJ. You know, how to mix, how to count beats, how to cut. You know, and that and it was something that that had to be practiced time and time again. So I started learning in '87. Then I would say like a year or two later, my dad gave me his older equipment when he upgraded to, you know, he went from belt drive turntables to direct drive turntables. So he gave me his belt drive and I had, you know, I didn't have a mixer, but my dad had the, what we called a realistic mixer. Back then it costed like 50, 70 bucks or whatever at Radio Shack. 
but that uh. was a staple. That was a staple mixer. So anyway, moving on. Yeah. I, See, that makes me want to ask you, like, with change, you know what I'm saying? Like, with, with things go from then and now, yes. what are some things in the aspect of DJing that you've had to adjust to from how I was then versus now? Because nowadays it Ooh. seems like, okay, like for example, this podcast here. When you what? think of podcasts, you got to go to a studio, record. Nowadays you can carry it with you. Indeed. So, so do you think now with DJing being so accessible to people, because you can literally get on YouTube right. and learn how to be a DJ, what right. do you think is different from that? Because I know a lot of DJs, they'd be like, oh, it's just so easy now. Because, for example, like you see like T.I. getting into comedy. So like yes. a lot of comedians are like, oh, man, you're going to mess it up for us. Is, right. that, is, that, is that how you feel about DJing? Like, oh, okay, all you can do is just plug your phone up and play songs or something I like mean, that. But I really scratch. I really do this, you know? I'm, I'm all for, you know, seeing these youngins come up DJing, you know, with what they know, which right. is the, the stuff that's out currently. Like nowadays, you know, you don't have to mix with your ears or nothing. Nowadays, you could just, everything's on the laptop for you. So, exactly. You know, everything. So, I mean, and I'm not going to lie. The, I mean, I see, personally, I seen the laptop as something I graduated to. You know what I mean? Because I, I had to learn. I learned. You learned the original way. I learned how to mix with my ears. I learned how to, you know, I was, when I did my first few parties, you know, I didn't have no laptop. Yeah. You know what I mean? You but had I, records. I had records. And I even had CDJs when they first came out, you know, it was still no laptop. What, you know? what year are we talking with these parties? Because I feel like now... When I pay attention to how DJs pack up, it's so easy. But I bet you, like, mm. if we're talking like maybe, and correct me, like, what about like 90s? You probably hated packing up for parties because you got to pack the records Man. up. It was 94. The last Okay, the so 94, you, you packed a lot of records with you? Records, records, speakers, and the speakers were much heavier. Oh, man. Back then. So it was hard to lead a party with a chick because she got to sit on the speakers. <laughs> And, and, the rest. <laughs> and, I, and, and I drove my dad's pickup truck. Well, that helped a little bit. So, you know, I had to put everything on that. Mm-hmm. And I had to go straight home. And I had to hurry up because, I mean, I DJed on a day I knew it wasn't going to rain. We knew it was going to rain, but, you know. Yeah, we messed them records up. We didn't want to mess nothing up. Yeah. Sure. More importantly, <laughs> the electronics in there, because I had to carry amplifiers. Uh, and that, you know. So the sound wasn't provided at these house parties. Oh, you had no. to bring everything. They, it's like, what was the price for a, for a house party back in the day for you? What was your <laughs> price? What was your price? I don't even think I made 100 What? Oh, my first party. It was crazy. But but then again, I wasn't experienced. They, I was just known as that kid that had a lot of, music in his possession yeah so you know they was like hey come dj this party and i ain't i mean i'm like so you were just seizing an opportunity in those days exactly so you know when i did my first parties you know i my style was nothing like how it is now you know because like i said practice 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 and that's in whatever craft or hobby that you do right Practice, practice, practice. Even if you're not a DJ, if you're a knitter, you're knitting, 
or you're doing embroidery. Know your craft. Practice, practice, practice. I tell you that all the time. Know your craft. Like, nobody just picks up a basketball and just go out there yeah. shooting and dunking. Like exactly. LeBron or Steph Curry, it, it, takes, it takes practice. That's exactly. why I ask you that because when I was on YouTube looking up this podcast stuff, I was seeing there's like how to's of different careers that I know my friends and homies did for years. Like there's even videos on how to rap. Yeah. Yeah. How to about how to rap, how to DJ, how to Crazy. direct your own music videos. Crazy. And then like, cause I, I was talking to another DJ and he was just saying they're called press play DJs. You know, the ones that kind of just plug up the USB DJ and then they just play the yeah, dot dot. And and hit the hit the button dot, you know. And truthfully, <laughs> and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this. You know, I'm gonna sh- once again shout out to all the up and coming DJs. Real, real talk. From you know, everywhere. You know, I'm not gonna just speak on Canton or whatnot. You know what I mean? I feel that like I was talking to a couple DJ friends, you know, I have out of state, you know, one in New Jersey, one in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and a couple in Cleveland. We were all talking, and they was like, yo, you know, these cats, they call themselves DJs and own no DJ equipment. They got to earn the DJ name. Facts. It's like you got to earn the MC. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like You got to earn your titles. So... You know, and this is not a diss to anybody who's not using DJ equipment to do parties. I mean, hey, get that money how you get it. You know what I mean? Much love and respect to you. Facts. You know what I mean? Because I know if I'm double booked or I know someone that need a DJ and I'm not able to do it and all the other guys that got DJ equipment are booked up, you know, okay. I got to get at, you know, the DJ, the quote-unquote DJs that don't own DJ equipment, hey, at least they could get the job done. These press play DJs as been called. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, you know, I I feel that it's important, you know, if they're going to keep the DJ name or be known as a DJ, you know, just respect the culture and try to, you know, try at least learn it. At least acknowledge, you know, what it takes to be a DJ instead of just, you know, sitting back and all, okay, all I got to do is play all these popular songs, people dance and boom. And make some money and be done with it. You're right. You know, cause back in the day, you know, you, none of that was flying. Yeah. You had to really know how to DJ. Yeah. You know, you would like, you just got to know what song to play. That's all. That's all it takes. Scratch and just know the song to play. No, I mean, you ain't got to learn. You don't need to learn how to mix or nothing. Because depending where you at, some people actually respect that. Right. You know, and hey, if they they like it, I love it. Go ahead. Get your money. (laughs) Get your money. You know, I mean, I don't see how anybody could hate on that. Yeah, and if you're a fast learner and you know how to receive that information... Right. Get, get your money. So um, yeah, I want to. Get your money. I, I want to ask you, since we're talking about DJing, do you have a favorite DJing story? Whew. Oh man, I know, I, know, I, got I know you got some so, stories, man. I got so many, man. So many that so many where I, you know, clubs I DJ that it just blew my mind. The stuff I witnessed. Yeah, give me a good one. Oh man, well, okay. I was 
DJing at a at a club. All right. It was little it was a little hole in the wall, hood spot or whatever, whatever. You know, this was back when, you know, I'm still paying my dues. You Facts. Know? You know, and so so anyway, I'm DJing every you know, the crowd I mean, the dance floor was crowded. You know, and I was just bang playing the bangers. Right. And this girl came up and tried to request something that really didn't go with <laughs> You know <laughs> that what, must piss you off as a on. DJ. You like don't ask me to play no song, right? Like if you see me rocking the dance floor, why do you have a request? Just yeah, be yeah. patient, because <laughs> if it's a banger, like if it's something that you think that everybody will want to hear, mm-hmm. more than likely the DJ will play it, or 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 you know go ahead request, but don't be standing there and waiting till after the the current song is finished. And then I play another song, and you just giving me that look like, yo, hey, throwing now. your hands up. Yeah, because like, she don't know the vibe, but she don't know the vibe of the set. Uh, yeah, like I'm, you know, because when, uh, you know, there's different type of DJs, and the yeah, club schoolers, DJ, man, what type of DJs are there? Let there, us know. There's the club DJ, the club DJ, or the party DJ, right? Are you know the job is simple. Just keep the people entertained, whether they're just bobbing their head, whether they dancing, whether, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, because you could do a corporate event where there's no dancing, but as long as it fits the atmosphere. I wonder what those corporate events are like when you go to them. You probably just sit there and just, all right. I mean, per- personally, I'm bored with them. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know what I mean? I like to Dang see group, people have yeah. a good time. <laughs> you know, I did corporate events where, you know, you just had a bunch of snobby folks. Who so didn't know nothing about the culture, just. No, they just. They just needed background music. You know, they're just sitting around in suits and dresses, serving hors d'oeuvres and, you know, talking business. And I'm playing music like super low. What are you playing at these events? uh, Just whatever. whatever Like, I just look at the crowd and be like, okay, if there's, you know, a a lot of black folks, okay, more than likely... I could get away with playing jazz or or some R&B and soul or whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? But but if they turned up off their little wine that they've been drinking, their little champagne. Yeah, a little shot they've been holding on to. You know what I mean? I'll, you know, okay, I'll turn it up. I'll play more upbeat stuff or whatever, whatever. But that just goes back to the club dj you know that's our job is just keep the atmosphere right right you know what i mean our job is to be like a mood enhancer so to speak you know what i mean we got to set the tone for the club or whatever so you know but back to the story though so this girl requested something that didn't go with the vibe Mm -hmm. it was like a real slower song and i told her Okay, listen. Um, okay, it's only like twelve thirty. That's some stuff I'll probably play at two o'clock. You know what I mean? And the club closed at two thirty. So I'm like, I'll play that later for you. Okay. For right now, just enjoy yourself. And then she comes back. Hey, when you gonna play my song? I'm like, look, you want you need a, you shit. need a drink. You need a drink. Yeah, yeah you like, need a drink. You need to chill. You a What's up? You want to relax? All I, could, all I had to, all I got to do is text the barmaids. Hey, you know, 
You actually kind of cute, young lady, but you get on my nerves. Uh, a exactly. Bit, so like, you, just have a drink. Sit back, enjoy yourself. Relax. Like that, you know. Sometimes a DJ got to do that just to, to get, get somebody these people, off of them. Yeah, especially when I was sincere in what I said. Like, look, I'm gonna play it. Just be patient. Stick around. You know. Oh yeah. And by the way, folks, all that. Can you play this now? Because we're about to leave. No. It's not gonna work. Yeah, man. Well, listen. You got to give us the rules. When we, when our, when we go on break and we come back right. on the next half, you got to give us them damn rules. So I be wondering that too. There's a right way and there's a wrong way of DJing. Yes. And I see all the time because I'm friends with a couple of DJs on social media and they always say that. Do not come up to the DJ asking us to play this song because A, you got to leave or B, you want to hear it. Or, or it's because it's your birthday. Okay, well, you know what? You should have booked a DJ for, for your, your birthday. birthday. <laughs> and then the DJ will play whatever it is you need him to play. Yeah, yeah. You know, as long as you let us know ahead of time. Don't mm-hmm. let us know, like, right on the fly and shit. Like, you know, okay, I'm here to provide a service. You exactly. hired me to do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, but... But yeah, so the girl, so I offered the girl a drink, like, you know, can you be patient? You need a drink or something. I got you. You know, tell them, you know, tell them it's on me. Right, right. You know, whatever it is. Just, you know, I just did that just to get her off my off my back. Because <laughs> nobody else was really bothering me like that. So I didn't have to buy an abundance she's of drinks. Probably, she's probably <laughs> checking you out, man. You know, so anyway, you know, it's about one o'clock, you know party still rocking she comes back oh gosh she's done with her drink she's feeling a little tipsy when you gonna play my song what was the song first of all Do i you forgot remember? i forgot this was back this was like 2004 2005 so that song better have been in fire for 2004 unless she <laughs> wanted was, to play some old school shit so so you know she was like what do i gotta do and she kept hanging on my arm while I'm trying to DJ, security came up and, hey, you know, can you leave him alone? I'm like, look, man, I got her, man. She's just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I told her I would do this thing for her, but I'm like, look, she was like, what's it going to take? I said, well, most people tip the DJ. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, you give me a 20 spot, I'll stop the record right now. They put on yours. And, and I'll announce this is going out by request to this lovely young lady right here, whatever, okay. whatever. So you get what you pay for. Exactly. Then we're going to get right back to the party. If 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 the you know atmosphere calls for that, because sometimes you can't do that. If, if, if it's like really body rocking, you don't want to stop can't, it because you can't of one damn to song. Do. Yeah, because the, the one mood to that. change it. Exactly. The one song will change the whole tempo of the dance floor. Exactly. And you don't, and that's why DJs got to be choosy on what, got to be careful on what requests to honor. Mm-hmm. Can you don't have to honor every request? That's not our job. You know, if we play a song you requested, it's a courtesy. Right, I'm doing you a favor. It's a courtesy. Real, yeah. It's a courtesy, whether you tipped us or you didn't. But this lady was like, well, I ain't, I ain't giving you no $20, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, then you're going to either have to. You should have said, get an aux cord. Yeah, you're going to have to wait or go in <laughs> your yeah, car or and something, play that Because I'm not about to stop. Yeah, like, I'm not going to stop this. Nah. Who, you are your favorite, who are your favorite DJs? Uh, my favorite DJs. 
Well, I got different different kinds. Like my favorite party DJ is okay. DJ Kid Capri. Ooh, for sure. Like the first time, I'll never forget the first time I went to a party that he DJed. You went to a Kid Capri party? Yes, I was in the audience. And what? My mind was blown the way because usually DJs at parties have an MC that do a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. He does a, he does it on his own. Like he does, you know, he has the mic in front of him. He doesn't have a separate guy MCing it. Like gotcha. most of us DJs, so he do. MCs and DJs. Yeah, he does his own. Like, hey, it's the KID kid. That's Capri, hard. Blah blah blah, and I and you know that was my first time seeing him DJ a party, and you know, like I said, it blew my mind how he does it. Loved his style because he was always known for blend tapes. And, okay, school and stuff of, like school that. the listeners who may not know what blend tapes are. What are blend tapes? All right, a blend is when you take an instrumental. You know, preferably a hip hop instrumental, and then you get an acapella. You know, preferably an R and B acapella. Okay. You know what I mean? And then you mesh those two together, and if that mix makes sense, you know, you record it or whatever. But anyway, but that's a blend. Okay, that's a blend. Or you could take two songs together, like when two beats mesh together. Yeah, I've heard that. Before. That's a blend as well. And in the early days, those were the first blends. Then when acapellas and instrumentals were included on a record, like a single or something, on a 12-inch single or or whatever, you know, or a maxi single, you had acapellas and instrumentals. Okay. So it came with all that on the single. And that was like gold to us. An instrumental? Yes. (laughs) Instrumentals were gold. Acapellas were even better. Because sometimes you would like take an Anita Baker record, like if you take a slow record and put it with a hip hop beat, you know the 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 slow beat doesn't have a whole lot going on with the beat. So you know, so you could go ahead and you know just get it to blend with the hip hop record. You know, make sure the snares kind of match, and boom, you had a dope blend. So anyway, so that's what a blend is. And DJs back then released blend tapes. It was tapes, 45 minutes of nothing but blends. Did you drop blend tapes or you were the consumer of blend tapes? I was a, I was a consumer because I was a fan. And okay. I still am a fan. Hell yeah. You got to be a fan, man. I think a lot I of will. artists and DJs be like, oh, I'm not going to show. Like, bro, you're not a fan of yourself. You had to get inspired by something. It's yeah, okay to be a fan exactly. of other people, whether you're an artist or a DJ. Whatever you're doing in your path, I think it is okay mm-hmm. for that. But yes. Like, yeah, too much pride. So, you know, now, so Kid Capri was known for blend tapes and parties, and now he's known as a big party DJ. So shout out to Kid Capri. That's uh, one of my favorites. Now, when it comes to the DJ on a hip hop record, yeah, you know, like at first back at, back then it was Jam Master J. Rest in Rest peace, Rest in peace, Jam Master J. J. And then then came along this kid named DJ Premier. <sighs> that you know, Crazy. I heard the scratches he put, like the scratches he puts on all the gangstar records that man he legendary did. and then when he started doing other got people's records like Nas and them like the scratches he put on there was 
was just mind blowing. Like it, like because he would. That's beautiful. The man. lines he would choose to cut up. I can like see. I can like 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 visualize these scratches. First hearing them, obviously, but yes. I can like visualize you talking. And what do you think makes a good DJ? Ooh, what makes a good DJ? A DJ that knows his music. His yeah, the DJ that knows his or her music. Yeah, we ain't gonna scream at or she. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like shout out to all the lady DJs out there. Shout out to my sister Tosh B. For sure. You know, so you know, like I said, what makes a good DJ is a DJ that knows his knows the music that he's he or she is playing. You know the music, and you know how to. You know, if if you're the type to cut, not all DJs necessarily have to know how to cut or scratch. So what? So what are they? What are what are some necessary things for them to know and do for those who want to get into DJing? Not referencing a YouTube guy from an actual DJ okay. himself. So we're gonna get this time. Yeah, panic. Let us know the do's and don'ts real quick. Okay, the do's. Learn the music. Learn the culture of DJing. Period. Right. You know Great what I mean? Point. Learn, you know, just learn it. You know, so that way you're not, you know, you're not just lost in yeah. all that. You know, no, learn how to count beats. Please. Learn how to count beats. <laughs> no, That's no, very no, important. No, know your bars. That's very important to know. Yes. Please, MCs too. Yes. Very important to know your you're bars. Like, you can't, and know that, know when to bring in the next song when you're mixing. Cause I heard a lot of train wrecks. I'm not gonna name. <laughs> I'm not gonna name any names, though. You know, like I said, we all have to learn somewhere. We all learn through experience. We'll do some shit that we think is fly, but it'll become a. There'll be a time when we'll look back like, damn, that shit was horrible. And then I'm actually <laughs> embarrassed at the fact I did that. And people probably never said nothing just out of love for me. Like, you know what I mean? Can I ask you this question as a DJ? And it's just popping in my head. Yes. About the movie Juice. Is that your favorite? Is like, like as a DJ, love, do you think you, movie. did you love that battle? I mean, period. I mean, because they, they acknowledged, they acknowledged the, the culture. They acknowledged the DJ culture. I mean, I thought, you know, with all the hip hop artists that was that did their cameos in the movie, you know, yeah, didn't yeah. hurt at all. But I felt that that it was just super dope. You know, between that and the mo- the Brown Sugar movie, and you know the other 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 few hip hop movies that came out. It's some since. classics, man. But I know with Juice, like. <laughs> I'm not a DJ, but that part where they but you want to know, G? You want to know? You want to know? You want to know? You want to know? I mean, you want the DJ man get up on the ones and twos. The battles, yeah, the DJ battles were crazy back then, and you know, and the DJ battles is still going on now. Facts. You know, DMC is they're called you know DMC championships. Yep, they have that every year. Yes, they do, and you can catch now. You know, with everything going, you know, social media, and we kind of back outside a little bit. Yeah, a little but, bit. But you could actually catch it like on on Facebook or Instagram, just oh, like you can how watch we this ca- online. Yeah. Okay. We, like just like how we watch verses. Okay. Okay. You can catch the DMC joints on there. Just follow DMC World Championship DJing or whatever, and you know. Like that—that's how I keep up with it. Okay, it is great entertainment for me. Like I don't 
I'm not trying to, you know, be a battle DJ or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I got skills, but I'm not going to go out there and try to battle because I'm not in. I'm that's that aspect of DJing. I'm, I will never really got into. I was just fantasized by it. Like, it, like it's mind blowing. So you're not backing down the challenge, but don't you think that competition is necessary even in DJing and MCing? Or you just you just into it because you want to make I the mean, music? I I'm in it for the love. You in it for the love. love. I respect love that. first. Facts. I mean, don't get me wrong, people. Don't now. Don't try to hit me up. Talk about well, Let's since battle. you're doing it for the love. <laughs> no, since you're doing it for the love, can you do, do my party uh, for free? Yeah, fifty dollar parties. We ain't, doing no, we ain't doing no fifty dollar parties now. No, 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 no. I gotta eat. I got <laughs> yeah, bills. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got bills I got to pay so I, that way I'm able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I subscribe to record pools. And that's another thing. DJs got to subscribe to record pools. Quit using. That's another do, right? Quit using. Record pools. Quit using YouTube as your only source to pull music from. Mm. Quit doing that. You know what I mean? Because simply because the quality, like, you could tell. When something's being pulled from YouTube. Yes, you can. Believe it or not. I mean, if not the people, at least another DJ could. And But not that it matters. As long as the people are enjoying themselves, that's what really matters. This is fast. First and foremost. You know, so I just want to go on record saying that. But subscribe to a record pool. There's record pools out there that only cost 10, 12, 10, 15 a month. That's not bad. You probably you know get some heat mean? too. And you're gonna get some heat. You're gonna get different edits, different remixes and whatnot. Ooh. And you're gonna get some old school classics. Or you can Yeah, but listen to DJ new, Panic, man. New stuff. I mean I mean you gotta you, you gotta, you know, pay you a know few what you're bucks. Doing. Right. To know. Yeah, you gotta get out what you put in. Exactly. I, I respect that. Exactly. I mean I mean, like keeping up with this DJing culture isn't cheap. Yeah, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the mixer I got, I'm rocking with a Pioneer DJ, DJM S9, you know, which costs almost 2000 You know, but but Ooh. let me tell you, it just makes stuff easier for me and everything. But, but you know, with the Serato program that I use, you know, and you could use any software. There's DJs out there that use virtual DJ. Right, Shout right. out to Easy Money. And um and and all the other DJs using using virtual. Okay. So, you know, my my man, um oh man, I'm horrible with names. <laughs> Oh, and 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 I'll slap myself later for it. But shout out to all those who using virtual yeah, DJ we, we, record we love box you. Cool. and everything. I just, my choice is just Serata. That's just okay. me. You know, I don't. I'm not the one to be in the debate. One's better than the other. I'm not into all that. Okay, you, you just know, you whatever, whatever sounds works. good. Yeah, same whatever here. works. For whatever you. works. Whatever I can afford. Just <laughs> like, just like producers with Fruity Loop yeah. Pro Tools, Sonar, whatever. Because some will pay for all that software and don't be making no shit. Exactly. You it pay thousands for that software. And you ain't making nothing. But I'll put it this way. You know. I mean, there's a lot of DJs that were dope way before all the all that software. Just like there was producers that were dope before all that computer software. This is fact. You know what I mean? So like, 
like when I was making beats, you know, that's another thing. I used to make beats back in and the day. And you produce as well, okay. And, you know. I know it's a lot of DJs turning in producers or producers turning turn DJs, DJs, vice versa. Yes, yes. Because, you know, I mean, we're dealing with music. But we're literally. dealing with sounds. You know what I mean? So, therefore, you know, it's only right we're synonymous with it. Yeah. But, you know, but like I was saying, though, um, yeah, like you, you got to keep up with some equipment. Some equipment yeah. you got, you can't just keep using older equipment because whatever program you're trying to use, they're moving up too. Is that another adjustment from starting in the '80s versus doing it now? You have to adjust with the technology. Yes, yes, and and actually, I mean, it's much easier now. Yeah, it's way easier now. I mean, like the laptop replaced carrying these crates behind me they replaced that and now now a lot of djs that have crates and crates of records have no use for them yep they got nowhere from to go because you know like because before before record pools like we used to have to download music from Illegally, like from Bear Share, yeah, I remember Kazai, all, all that, that yeah, Kazai. fucking up your Dale and all that, yeah, getting all these <laughs> Trojans and you know whatever, Man, what all that. So, um, so you know, we had to take CDs, records, cassettes, mm-hmm. and we had and somehow we changed them to MP3 files, and that's what a lot of DJs did. You know what I mean? That's how we got a lot of our clean stuff shout out to and you know don't mind me i'm just shouting out djs you Man, know shout, out, way, shout out. out to this, cool this kurt. is this is say what you mean so say what you yes. mean shout out cool kurt for sure man indeed because his his record his his collection, record collection is stupid i seen it it's stupid. it's stupid i mean as far as you know cats around here oh yeah in the city you know, oh yeah i Penny, think he has the Penny flyest for ones. Sure. he has the flyest you know, collection I see. You Shout know out Panic, I mean? man. Yeah. What's your go-to record? My go-to record? Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Like when I'm chilling? Like when you're at a party. Oh. When you're at a party and you know you play this one, it's going to get it live. What's your go-to record? Ooh, there's a few. There's a few. I, I call them cheat codes. What's your cheat code? Oh, man. Like I'll take it to um, Snoop's, Snoop's record, Down For My Niggas. Oh, when you hear that dun 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 dun, 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 like shit is on it, it's automatically as it's automatically turned. Facts, automatically like facts. Like if you (laughs) like if you you're struggling playing trying to play you know stuff and nobody's reacting, you're gonna get a reaction out of that. Okay, you know, and there's a couple no limit records, a couple cash money records. There's you know like. You play, the, back, you play back that ass up, it's going down. Oh, yeah. You're going to see nothing but ladies out there, you know, trying to shake their asses or whatever. But it's always a good time. I, and that's one thing I love about DJing still to this day, even though the DJ is not as acknowledged today as we were back then. You know, the that's like just watching people have a good time. Right. Just to see them enjoying themselves. That, that is something we love to do. And a matter of fact, speaking of parties and watching people having a good time, the day after the show that 
that me and you are doing so March 12th. At, at La Musica. Yes. Um, shout out to all the artists performing March 11th. Oh, yeah. Flaco Torres, J Tibbs, Electric Sax, or I'm sorry, J Tibbs, Electric Blackout. Word up. Yeah, man, we rocking. Now I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, tell us more too. about this event. Me too. So, March 12th, you know, in Alliance, Ohio, you know, at the top of the Elks, you know, so there's actually an upstairs to those that don't know. I did actually, I've been there before, like back in the day, but I forgot all about it. So I was reintroduced to it. Like there was an upstairs and it's actually a hall above the bar, you know, and you know, from what I was told, cats used to throw parties there all the the time back in the nineties and early two thousands. So, you know, I just thought, okay, why not? So me, my man DJ Bullet Tooth, my man DJ Church, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna collaborate and basically give give Alliance a big party. You know, yeah. Say that date one more time for the people, man. Plug that real quick. March twelfth. March twelfth. March twelfth. Doors open at eight. Top of the Elks. There you go. Twenty at the door. 10, 10 in advance, which there's not a whole lot of tickets. Tickets were been selling like crazy. Ooh. So you know that's how you know it's gonna go down. Oh, it's and gonna you go DJing, down. man. I, I I can honestly say like Panic is one of my favorite DJs. You know what I'm saying? And we, respect, and we blessed to respect. know um, a lot of great DJs. You mentioned Cool Kurt. You know what I'm saying? But like me being here and seeing it for myself a few times now, it's it's dope to witness. So that's why I was just saying like it's necessary, and I'm excited to just talk to a DJ on yes. this podcast. So I want to ask you one last question before we go on this break. Yes. Why do you continue to DJ? Once again, love, the passion Word. is part of my life. Facts. You know, that's, some, that's something that I will never, ever, ever leave alone. Even after the day, I'm, I can't carry speakers anymore and carry them to do parties or whatever. I will still, I will still love doing it. You know, whether I'm doing it on turntables or a controller or whatever, uh-huh. whatever I'm using, old equipment, new equipment. You know, I don't discriminate. I'm not one of the, I'm 47. I'm not one of them old heads that just sticks to old shit. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? You're always trying to up the ante when you're DJing. Got to, that's got necessary. to. And, you know, and that's, and the same with the music. You know what I mean? Hip hop is hip hop. You know, like the 70s didn't sound like the 80s. 80s don't sound like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Then we could go to the 2000s, 2010s. And now we got this new era. And you still got cats, you know, that's keeping hip-hop fresh. Like, you know, keeping it like how it was in the 90s. How, you know, reminding us how we loved it. Like J. Cole, for instance. Shout out J. Cole, man. J. Cole, this man sits sitting across from me, John Sean P. Thank you, know you brother. I mean? Like, like you know, gotta speaking, have some, gotta have something to say. Exactly, some you know raps with a message, you know, regardless what message yes, it sir. is, you know, or just ex, just exi- oh, exhibiting skills. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's something that's lacking in a lot of of music today, like. Like skills is something that Amen. is totally forgotten about. It's just like it's you can get like, famous for not the right reasons being an artist. Like I was I, today, I was talking to the kids, 
at the school and I was telling them it's like nowadays you don't have to I hate to say it but it's like talent is just like not even a requirement no it is you have to look or something man I don't know what's going on (laughs) right on target yeah you right on target and and again I'm not shitting on you know the cats that you know do all this you know all that sing songy mumbles whatever I mean just because I don't rock with it on, but on it the seems personal, like everybody's doing the same damn thing it is and and that's why you hear a lot of people complaining about that mm-hmm. you know a lot of people talk about that's why I'm into the older music or whatever you know I'm into the old older school you know or they'll listen to cats like Jean P or J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar, some or cats like that because, you know, yeah. they they remind us why we love hip hop. Exactly, man. They remind us why we loved always loved hip hop. Because nowadays it's like if you see what you're seeing here, what you hear in the masses, it'll make you not love this shit. But that's exactly. why you hold on to what you hold on to. And I'm excited because it's like even though there's a new generation of hip hop coming in by the by the floods, the hip hop that we grew up on it never dies, it never fades never. away. It's, It'll never die for for as long as there's DJ Panic, Cool Kurt, Bullet Two, DJ Chicago, Easy Money, and I could just out, name shout them out. Now I could just hey man, you know my man AJ Scratch High Life. Shout out to the whole two one six DJ Massive. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out. To, you know, shoot the regime squad DJs, you know, I could just go on and on. You know, shout out to Jack C, shout out to, you know, Johnny O. How could I? Hell yeah. <laughs> shout out to Johnny O. I mean, I, I was just up there. I was in Cleveland at the, at the Nerve DJs radio um, studios thing. Um, just... I would say, like, I'm going to just say last month, okay? And and let me tell you, it, it was it was a dope experience mm-hmm. I had. You know, me and DJ Tosh Beats, shout out to my sister Tosh Beats. We, you know, we went up there to do a set each. You know, like, my man DJ Be Nice, shout out to DJ Be Nice. Shout out Be um, Nice. You know, he was supposed to be DJing. You know, it was supposed to be me and him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for whatever reason, he couldn't make it. So Tosh Beats had to take his place. And, you know, we just went up there and did our thing. You know, she did an hour and got interviewed after. I did my hour, got interviewed after. And it was just it was just a dope experience. I love that you like networking and like really introducing even this area to other dope DJs because DJs are so under the radar that you got to find good DJs, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So. Yes. Yes. And there's so many other DJs I can shout out. Oh, my man Big June. Shout out Big June. Shout out to DJ Big June. Shout out to DJ KOB. Shout I'm out a, KOB. I'm yeah. going to tell you about my brother DJ KOB real quick. Yeah, shout out KOB, man. What's up? That's my brother, man. Much love to him. And his and his mom, Aunt Boogie. Shout out to her. But me and KOB, you know, like when this pandemic started, you know, that was when a bunch of DJs went would go on social media and do live streaming sets. Yeah. And me and him decided, we were talking one day, 
And we was like, you know what? We should just team up and just do a thing called turntable terrorism, where it's just us two. I love four turntables, two mixers, two DJs. You know, weren't it? We wasn't battling. We were just playing music, just you know, mixing off each other, vibing off of each other, and it got a lot of views. And it, you know, we just had fun with it. We did that for like almost almost a year. I'm not going to say a whole year, but we did that for a while, for as long as we can, you know, until you know you know, things start to normalize again after the pandemic. Whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and our schedules caught up with us, works, you know, work schedules, DJ schedules, and all that. Shout out to DJ Double O. He's still doing it real big yeah. on Twitch. So shout out to him, incredible DJ. He's been doing that, doing, you know, he's another one that's been doing it for a real long time. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. And I mean, there. I, see, that's one thing I should. That's why I should have <laughs> never start to shout out DJs because I there. I always feel bad. I, I leave some out though, and I don't want to leave anybody out. You know what I mean? Man, nah. Shout out to my man DJ Cor. You know Corlin O. You know he he's another one. You know. Um, and I could just go on and on. I would just have to get my phone and, and just like I got a long contact. list, but I'm not going <laughs> to take up a whole lot of time doing that. So shout out to all my fellow DJs. If I forgot to mention your name or if I just didn't mention your name for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I apologize. You know, it's not that they didn't, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's, you know, you know, it just is what it is. I mean, you know. Nah, I'm just all enjoying good, this interview. And we enjoying it. It's a vibe because what I want to do is um, I want to take a break. And on the break, I have a peace positive point. But on the yes. peace positive point, I want to end it with you playing something, uh, playing a mix for the pod. Is that cool? All right. That's cool. So that's, that's what we're going to cool. do, y'all. Listen, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, my man Panic is going to have a quote for us. I'm going to have a quote. And we're going to end the show. We're going to hear some turntablism from my man DJ Panic on Say What You Mean. Well, All right. Well. We'll be right back, y'all. This is John Peter MC. DJ Panic on the ones and twos in a minute. Yes, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace, peace. Peace. Yo, 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 what up, what up, man? This is Jean P, the MC, episode 33. Say what you mean. DJ Panic had a good interview. You know what I'm saying? We'd like to end our podcast with positive points, so we're going to end ours on a different way. But do you have your quote, Panic? Do you want to go? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go go ahead, go first. I'm going to get my quote first. So first and foremost, thank you for listening to the podcast. Say what you mean. Please listen to us on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe, like. We thank you all for the love so much, man. Um, My quote is simple. It says, you are beautiful. Never forget that in a world of 7.1 billion people, there is only one you. Take care of you because the world needs you. 
that's my positive point. And it's simple, you know. Um, Indeed. Take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of people in this world. We need you to those dealing with mental health, to those who are dealing with just the hardships of life. You know, you have to Indeed. remind yourself that you you are needed. You know what I mean? So that's my positive point. Panic, you got a positive point for me, man? Yes, 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 I do, man. But before I, before I blurt that out, I just want to, you know, one more shout out. Yeah, shout out my right hand man as well. Shout out to DJ Just Black. Just okay, Black. Okay, you know, you know, that's another one that, you know, I wouldn't feel right without, you know, he's he's an up, up and coming, you know, booking for your parties. Shout whatnot. out Just Black, man. All right. Now, now my quote, invest in yourself, make money, then reinvest in yourself again. Mm. Make it a habit so that way you're not out here, you know, running behind anybody as a grown man or woman, begging or kissing ass, basically. You know, plus it feels great to know you invested in you and won. And, you know, that's a fact. And what that means, that was my quote on Facebook I put this morning, man. And what I meant by that and whatever it is you do, whatever it is you do. You know, if you're trying to see success out of whatever it is you're doing. Facts. You know, I mean, in this world, you know, money's going to be involved in that. So you got to invest in yourself, man. Don't be scared. Scared money don't make money. At all. You know, and, you know, sometimes I, even myself, you know, I wish I listened to people who kept telling me, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, or whatever, and these were people that are doing the same thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I was scared. You know, at one point I was scared. You know what I mean? But you ain't scared no more. Oh, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you just got to... Ex- just do it. Yeah, sometimes you just got to do it. You know, if it's... You know, we all take losses. I mean, if I take a loss, oh, well. I'll know how to execute the next time. Mm-hmm. I'll know how to correct whatever mistakes I acknowledge. Got to so, find triumph in the tragedy, man. Exactly. So in that, But that's in whatever it is you do. You know what I mean? Whether it's sports, music, you know, food, cooking, whatever. You got to buy the, ba- the best pots and pans and the <laughs> best ingredients, you know, whatever, the freshest veggies or whatever, you know, herbs and shit. You got to invest. Facts. You know, and and then do it again. And again, spend a percentage of that money to reinvest. And then the other have, you know, pay your bills or have fun with it, whatever it is you got to do. You know. I'm digging that panic. I'm digging that quote, man. Great episode. Any last shout outs before we go? Last shout outs. I mean, aside from all the fellow DJs, you know, that rock with Panic and the ones I rock with right back or and the ones that don't rock with Panic or the ones I don't rock with whatever for whatever reason. Shout out to all the DJs. Shout out to all the local artists coming up. You know what I mean? And, you know, sky's the limit with that. You know what I mean? Panda, can you, can you, uh, would it be too much to ask if you could take us on out of here, man, today? This, you, us having a DJ sure, in the house. Sure. Can you do a little something for us, brother? Uh, I'll do a little something, something. Yeah, man, we, listen, we gonna end it on a party note. You know what I'm saying? We gonna end it on a nice vibe. My man Panda gonna take us out of here with a little bit of turntableism. This is Jean P, the MC. Episode 33, say what you mean. DJ Panda, we gonna see y'all on the next episode. Take us on out of here, Panda. Let's serve.
Talk my shit again real quick. Uh, I will not settle. These voices not on my level. If we got beef, we can settle.